Changing lives. The Way 101.1. Current events. Personal values. Political and social issues. Technology. Wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Is the new wave of terror in Israel a return to jihad? Who's running the show when it comes to dealing with Iran? Border issues, digital currencies with pestilence and corruption continuing to rise. These are just some of the signs of the times. Our weekly review of Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, April 1st. 2022. We're not fooling around. To learn more about our program, subscribe, share, or ask a prophecy question. Just go to the Way Media app or thewaymedia.net, which is the only place where you can read the articles we discuss. And now here to help us understand the world's news through the lens of Bible prophecy is Pastor Mark, who unfortunately is becoming increasingly paranoid. Why, just yesterday, Pastor Mark told me he's afraid of trees, because they look shady. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna. I, <laughs> I beat you to it. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 No, that's okay. It's like uh, you throw those jokes at me, and I'm like, I don't. How they're do I they're either going to stick or they're not. Yeah. No. That's you know. That's uh. That's that's they're, they're cute. They're good jokes. Yes. Was, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I had others. Um, had another wife joke, but I was going to save that for later. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, today is April Fool's Day, and I thought it would be appropriate to read a few uh, foolish verses from the Bible. First uh, Corinthians. Not that the verses are foolish, but yes, about foolish. About foolish. Yes. I know they Thank know you. that, but just clarifying to make sure. It's yes, like, Greg says some foolish verses. Oh my in the word. Bible. Yes. No. Okay. Heresy. First uh, Corinthians one eighteen. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. First uh, Corinthians one twenty one. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached. To save those who believe. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. First Corinthians one twenty three. but we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews, it's a stumbling block. And to the Greeks, foolishness. No In other words, to no the world. To the world, it's foolishness. Absolutely. First Corinthians one twenty five. because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. 1 Corinthians 2.14, it's like the foolish book, 1 Corinthians. Uh, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Wow. Mm. And a huge verse just for our show as well. And 1 Corinthians 3.19, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. Great. That's good. Those are good good warnings about foolishness. There you go, man. Here we are on April 1st, uh, April Fool's Day. And so um, I don't have a trick prepared for you, so I have to watch and make sure you don't have one prepared for me. No, I don't. Okay. No. All right. I could just... I was thinking about diving below the counter when you weren't looking to pretend the rapture <laughs> happened and not just going off the air. You know, just, Greg, what, what happened? But no, that. Oh, we joke as a staff all the time. It's like when you're not here, it's like, well, you know, better check. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. you, guys, maybe you guys will be going. I'll be here. Be... <laughs> uh, we do not uh, have these articles in our stack uh, just because it was a, a, an oversight, just because there's really there's so many prophetic things going yes. on right now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but Pastor Mark did want to make mention of the issue going on in Israel. Yeah. Uh, jpost.com is a great place where you can go to see some of these articles. This is the new wave of terror in Israel uh, part of a return to jihad and uh, Palestinian killed in clashes with Israeli forces in Hebron. And Pastor Mark, maybe you can explain from a religious standpoint, from an Islamic standpoint, yeah. why we're seeing the increase again in suicide bombing 
bombings yeah. and whatnot yeah, let's over get, there. The yeah, Holy I, Land. I thought we need to talk about because yeah. you're going to see all this up until July 8th. You're going to see a lot of this kind of terrorism taking place. It's going to be squelched. Now, the military's on it. They're setting up guidelines. It'll be held back to a certain amount, but you're still going to see some of this get through. You'll see some Israelis probably in the West Bank killed. There may be uh, even one or two there in, in other areas getting killed. There were 11 just this week. Now, I, I doubt it'll be that drastic. Each week, I think it was that drastic, Greg, this time because they weren't prepared. They didn't know what was coming. But, and you're going to see this kind of uptick in, in, uh, uh, attacks there in Israel up until July 8th. And here's the reason why our listeners need to know there is a, uh, a Muslim cleric, which we would say is kind of like one of their pastors, if you will, who has prophetically said that in 2022, this will be the year that Israel falls and is no longer a nation. And they're saying that it's going to happen before or by July the 8th. So between now and July 8th, this prophecy by this Muslim cleric has really much of the Muslim world very hopeful and believing this might happen. And the reason you're seeing the uh, violence in Israel is the Muslim uh, men and even the women, they want to be a part of ushering him in. They want to be a part of look to see here's the difference in Islam and Christianity. Um, in Islam, you kill people to make your God happy. As far as the radical side goes, I know they're not all trying to kill people. I recognize that. So don't, don't anybody misquote me there. Those that are radical, they see it as if you kill people, it makes uh, Allah happy. They're God happy. So you kill people for Allah's sake. In Christianity, God died so that we wouldn't have to. So they try to, you know, Satan has people killing people. God died for us so that we could live. So there's a real difference in life and death there that I want to point out. But they're going to be, there's going to be those that are going to be trying to be a part of ushering in the Mahdi, uh, you know, or getting rid of Israel anyway. And, um, they're going to be an uptick in, an uptick rather in, um, uh, events that happen up through July 8th. I think after July 8th, you'll see it go back to normal. But that's why you're going to see this. Be watching it. You'll notice it in the news. And that's why. What's interesting is that both the Jews and the Muslims believe that their savior. Yeah is going to bring peace uh, to the Temple Mount right? and all of that. They believe that creating this kind of chaos and destruction is going to usher him in right. to bring peace, right? which is kind of yeah. ironic when right. you think about it. Yeah. So that so really, you know, when the world looks at this and they, they see the, the terrorism and they see the anguish and whatever, from a religious standpoint, these people see it as their religious duty. They're they're following what they believe the Quran is telling them to do, yes. or or the imams, you know, in in the mosques are telling them to do based on their understanding of the Quran. You're right. Now I want to give a further definition, Greg, yeah. because it's really the committed Muslim that believes. This. Yes, there you go. When yeah. I talk about, I, I'll just take the word radical out of it. Committed. The, the committed Muslim means that you kill for Allah. And why do I mean the committed? The reason being is that's what the Quran teaches. The Quran teaches that you kill for Allah. So, so that's the committed Muslim. Here's the good news. The good news is they're not all committed. There's only a portion of them committed. Those that are truly committed, the world calls radical but really they're just committed um in to islam so they're going to be involved in this taking out the jew taking out the christian and this whole thing now if 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 this prophecy is that israel's going to fall uh, in 2022 uh before july 8th imagine what it's going to be like between now and july 8th i mean I, if look if i believe that if i believe that by 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 killing the jews or bringing in chaos, if you will, would usher my ruler in or get me greater reward in heaven. If I believe that, Greg, I would do the same thing it, 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 as a committed whatever follower of that religion. Of course, Christianity, as we said, teaches the opposite. We are taught as Christians to lay our lives down. If anybody's going to die, it's going to be us. And we do that to spare other people's lives. Whereas in other religions, it's others that die so that they can live. No, we're, Jesus said you lay it down. So it's totally reversed. But again, you're going to see more of this. People might be asking, and probably, I don't know how much the, the uh, regular news will pick up on this or not. They may, they may not. They'll probably just say, okay, there's an uprising, there's this and that. But our Signs of the Times listeners and those that are, you know, pay attention to our program, they need to know why it's happening. There's a reason. And once we get past July 8th, I'm not saying they won't still try to do things because they may be like all fired up and excited trying to make something happen. But the prophecy they, they will see at that point has failed because I can tell you, Israel's going nowhere. They are going to be in the land till Jesus Christ comes back. 
And one other note on that, Greg, you're right. They believe that by creating chaos, we'll bring their leader back. There might be some that would be listening, especially if they're non-Christians, that would accuse and say, well, you guys believe the same thing because Armageddon happens and then the second coming. Well, it's very different. That's after. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. Ours, because I've heard that before, so yeah, I want to okay. mention it. Sure. Uh, that happens at the moment he comes back as he's dealing with the unrighteous and he's taken over, whereas they believe actually doing it and causing it brings their Mahdi or their Messiah. Yeah. Okay. So, well... Important update for our listeners. They need to know that. Absolutely. Um, and also, too, for those that may be one. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, getting ahead of myself. That's all right. Uh, and this is out of our uh, America stack that Pastor Mark wanted to bring special emphasis to. Um, and that this article is from The Hill, but I don't know if there's many others. Really, the mainstream media, again, not really talking about this. Yeah. And there's good reason why, and that is our uh, current administration is planning a new digital currency. And according to The Hill, um, this uh, news outlet, um, here's why you should be very worried. Yeah, let me point out, I want to talk about this, because I do believe it's coming, and I think it's coming sooner than many people think. And I want to talk about the difference in this and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and all that. But on March 9th, the Biden administration released an executive order instructing a long list of federal agencies to study digital assets and to propose numerous reports about their use and proposals to regulate them. Much of the executive order is focused on cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum, uh, which run on blockchain technology and have become increasingly popular among many investors and consumers in recent years. Now, here's the here's the catch, though. But there's an even more important part of this executive order. President Biden specifically instructed the federal government and the Federal Reserve to lay the groundwork for a potential new U.S. currency in the form of a digital dollar. Now, note that. I'll come back to that. That's very different than cryptocurrency. He goes, it goes on and says, if the United States were to adopt digital currency like uh, the one discussed in Biden's executive order, it would be one of the most dramatic expansions a federal power ever made. Absolutely. One that could put individuals and businesses in grave danger of losing their social and economic freedoms. Now, this is all true, but let me talk about this. Uh, what's happening is here, the whole thing with you know digital currency in the sense of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is you cannot regulate it. And it's way too in-depth um, for a number of scientific reasons and digital reasons to, the government can't regulate it. You just can't do it. It's 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 my understanding is almost astronomically impossible in the form that it's in for any government to regulate. It just can't be regulated. It's because it rides on blockchain technology, right? Which by its very nature is decentralized because it requires numerous computers that to are run. anonymous in order for the blockchain to become validated okay and so it can't be compromised yeah okay great yes. well thank you for that technical further yes. explanation there because i'm not really a tech guy but here's what uh, with that said here's the bottom line here creates the problem for the antichrist and of course as the world is working toward the antichrist coming it creates a problem for the world as well see this is all spiritual we are working toward some centralized monetary system that the antichrist will control and he will use that to control every aspect of the world's lives, what they can buy, what they can sell. Revelation 13 talks about that. Whether you, And, of course, we see in China, if you don't have a good social status in agreement with the government, they can say, well, we, we, you can't buy a car this month until you do better at that. Or you can't have that much gas, and you can't buy that much food, and you can't go on vacation. Total control of the life, if you will, we see going on there in China. And, by the way, China is leading the world in this new technology for governmental uh, currency. Now... A lot of people have said, well, because you can't control blockchain technology, there's no need to worry. We're not going to see that happen, blah, blah, blah. Well, there is reason to, 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 to be concerned, uh, not because of blockchain, but what they're doing. They're going around it. And that's why I know that somebody's working with the president and all these techie guys and all this. This digital dollar, understand, it is different than Bitcoin. It is different than crypto. And that's why he said he has them working on that in addition to those other things, because what it is... It basically keeps our monetary dollar in place the same as it is now. You just can't use paper or coins. Now, well, I know what you're saying right now. We're doing that already. That's a credit card. Yes, you are. Yes, we are. Even I myself in some things. I still am very much cash dependent. I uh, just am. I'm slow on all that kind of stuff. But I, but I do use my credit card for some things. 
And so the bottom line is most people are switching over, especially the, the new generation, to that. So you think, well, what's the difference? Here's the major difference that, that makes this really line up. I don't think so much a concern for the church because I believe we're going to be out of here before it all fully takes place. Although I do think we could see a major change in this this year, the way they're talking. I'll get to it in a moment. But I don't think we're going to see this total control take over until the Antichrist is in power, where it's really, really heavy-handed on the world. We'll have to wait and see. But the difference in this digital dollar and, and, and the uh, blockchain technology is nothing changes with digital dollar other than you take away everyone's money, take away everyone's cash and everyone's coin, and you say, you still have that much in the bank, you still have that much in your wallet when you come trade it in, and we'll add you those credits, but it's a digital dollar, so everybody's going to have to use a card from this point on, or some type of thing like that to make it happen. And you might be saying, well, yeah, what difference does that make? Here's the difference it makes. It lays the groundwork now as a new system apart from blockchain where the governments of the world can control their nations and eventually the Antichrist can get control of it worldwide and literally, as Revelation 13 says, can tell you what you can buy or sell. Now, again, I don't think that's going to fully be implemented until the Antichrist comes on the scene, but we need to be aware that it's on the way. Well, or if anything that you know he's going to mandate that people participate in it right through through, through physically taking an indentia a mark right in order to the participate in that system yes. right or not which kind of leads me to believe that up until then there will be resistance or options yes. and things like that right but to see the groundwork being laid right now to at least you know maybe both run in tandem yes and you get people like let's it's, it's even like with the vaccine you know you know well people that want to take it and then you see ads encouraging them to take it and right if you don't you know and all these kind of things could be the same thing with the currency. you're part. exactly right and, and here's why i think we need to watch this this is why to me was a top article for today um historically whenever the enemy's about to do something or or someone is about to do something i say the enemy because the the, the Examples I can think of have the enemy behind them. That is a demonic yeah. realm. Yeah. They're announced very boldly and out front. You look at uh, Hitler. He wrote in Mein Kampf. You know, he, he, he told people, here's what we're going to do. Here's my do. playbook. I will first take away everyone's guns because that will neutralize. Nobody can fight back. And then I'm going to begin to change our society over as I take over and get rid of the undesirables who ended up being the Jews. And he was very open about that. And then he did it. Okay. Well, here's what's going on with this thing. Um, President Biden has been very almost giddy, kind of very vocal all of a sudden, right before he went to NATO to have this special meeting about Ukraine and Russia. He made this big announcement. I'm going to NATO and there's going to be some major, major world changes come out of this meeting. And I'm like, okay, whoa, why are you saying major world changes? What are they planning? What are they doing? Then all of a sudden he says, you know what? I've got them doing this digital dollar and we need to really get more toward the kind of thing China's doing where they have kind of control of their monetary because that way we can control the taxes. Nobody can cheat. And it's all presented as ways that are good when really it's not good because it controls your life. Um, and we see, for example, the model that China uses in this, Greg, they use it not just to control your life, but depends on how you live. If, as I said earlier, if you live in a way they don't like, your social status is dropped and there's things you can and can't do. They're already controlling their community now, their nation, uh, by buying and selling or whatever, and what you can do based on their monetary system. And they're leading the way on this digital uh, yuan, or yen, however you say the word. I'm not sure how to say it. Uh, I've heard yen, I've heard yuan. I'm, it's weird, yuan sounds southern. But either way, um, the the China money, they're basically controlling it that way, and they're leading the world in that. Well, now all of a sudden, America figured out, we better get on board because if it switches over to a different monetary system, we lose our, our economic prowess. We better get in the game. Well, we're already behind the game. We're behind the game. Yeah. Did you read in the article where it talked about the central currency change? Well, that's again, I think that's what I'm talking about. Okay. You, you're talking about as far as just changing it over from the dollar. Yeah, where, 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 the, where the, the world's reserve is is the dollar. And so it's not that they just want to change our currency yeah, for us they want the world exactly yes and that's the, here's that yeah. everything goes to the central banks now, Greg, yeah. why is this key prophetically i think you yeah. and our listeners yeah. already know this is going to lead to eventually the control of all of it by this antichrist right. now but the way it's unfolding is this digital dollar you're going to be able to use your same dollars but you have to use a card of some kind maybe a credit card yeah. whatever no cash money no coins yeah. when the coins start disappearing in certain places during during the pandemic that's what i was going what's going on and they're back now but that's kind of an intro to it yeah so china's leading the way 
America's got to jump in there so it doesn't become the China money that's taken over, so to speak. But the central banks are the idea right now. Each nation, their central bank will control the dollars or whatever you call it in that nation that is outside of uh, blockchain. So it's controllable. Uh, and once this kicks in, it's going to be uh, something that can be used to control individuals yeah. and nations and eventually everyone's life down to the nth degree. So this is a big deal. And the reason I believe this may be happening, see, the first change on this, I think a major change is coming in 2022. If I'm right, we'll look back and say, wow, you know, you were right. If I'm wrong, I, I missed that one. But but as I said, even as Hitler pronounced everything he was going to do, the world leaders are talking about it. Our president and others are coming out saying there's going to be a major change in money worldwide for governments. This week, you know, we just had the World Economic Forum a couple of months ago. They just finished. I think they're done. But this past week, they had the World um, um, Government Forum. They had the World Government Summit, they called it. World Government. I can't believe all over the world, who's these leaders talking about the world coming together in a world government, even as Economic Forum talked about the world coming together economically. You see everything the Bible talked about. I mean, it's happening, Greg, and we just now accept it. This would have blown our minds 20 years ago, but now it's so normal, nobody's even thinking about it. The frog in the water thing, it's happened gradually. But one of the uh, panel people talking about this said, I have some exciting news that I'm very excited about. We are about to pull the trigger. There's going to be a worldwide change in the way that money is used worldwide. It's about to happen, and I, I feel confident I can say it without being afraid. I'm not letting the cat out of the bag too early, so to speak, is the idea behind it. I forget her exact wording. But because of what I'm hearing President Biden say, because of what her, I heard her say, because of what they were saying at the World Economic Forum, I believe how it's going to happen, I don't know. But I believe sometime very likely this year you may see a trigger pull that will change our monetary system or at least in a big and dramatic way get the ball rolling. Now let's wait and see what happens. Uh, you know, we, we talk about these world leaders uh, participating in all of this. Um, I think from a spiritual perspective and a prophetic perspective, we can't lose sight of the fact, and I'm saying this for our listeners, and especially for those that you know are very um, uh, horizontally focused on on people and and hating people right this is the spirit of antichrist oh it is when you when you see nations leaders getting together in a in a world climate that's so divisive right now getting together on these things and especially from a global scale and when those deals are lining up with what the bible says is going to happen in the last days it doesn't mean that Everything that people do, you know, uh, country leadership together is necessarily biblically prophetic. Yeah. But when it is, it's the spirit of Antichrist working in advance. So when he, the Antichrist, shows up, yeah. there's. And then the other thing is, is that for people in this country that are wondering about our Constitution, uh, as we start to see these these walls uh, fall, so to speak, right. and these borders and these boundaries about right. these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pastor Mark and I were talking about this before the show. When you consider the whole description or illustration or definition of lawlessness as the Bible describes it, right? it would be very easy to just, in in a lawless state, and the Bible says it's a mystery, right? Because you're thinking, how is this going to happen? In the mystery of lawlessness, you just ignore the law. That's right. In other words, you just ignore the Constitution. That's right. You don't have to redo it if you, you just don't have pay to no redo it if you to just it. pay no attention to it. Uh, again, exactly. It's a piece of paper. Yeah. If nobody backs it up, that's all it is. Yeah. So either way, we know it's going to be ignored or changed or modified. It doesn't At some matter. Point, yes. Yeah. Now. One other thing I want to touch on on this subject, Greg, because I want to talk to a lot of people, and this may be, it's probably good news for some, bad news for others. And it, those of you that are trying to get off the grid, this may be bad news for you, um, but it also may set you free in some areas, unless you're getting totally off the grid, and I'll explain what I mean. A lot of people want to pull away, they want to go to either burner phones or the flip phones are coming back now, That what they call the dumb phone. That's, yeah. that's a new craze, believe it or not. Even young people. Really? Are, yes. Wow. They're starting to say, we don't want to be tracked, we don't want this and that. Well, you're still being tracked. And so I want to burst everyone's technological bubble here and explain a little bit about how this works so that you can relax. Here's the bottom line. There's no way you're not going to be able to be tracked. There's no way that you're going to hide unless you totally disconnect completely from life. Now, some people may do that, but here's my point in that. 
Relax and live life and live for Christ. Be up front. Don't do anything in the corner. You have nothing to hide. Be bold. If they come after us, they come after us. Jesus said, I did nothing in a corner. Mm, I think if we're trying to hide, yeah, yeah, he said, I did everything out in the open. Yeah. If we're trying to hide, then that puts pressure. Like we feel like, oh, no, what if something goes wrong? If we, we can actually relax and move forward boldly if we quit worrying about it. But let me explain how this works. Everyone knows a cell phone is trackable. Even if you take the battery out of it, GPS still picks it up. I want you to know that without a battery. GPS still picks it up. So even without a battery, your phone's tracked. And that's true of any kind of phone, flip phone and or the other. Now, when you go to what they call the dumb phone or the flip phone, they also are trackable by GPS. And both of them are still trackable even when they're off. So there is no phone you can get that's not trackable, even with the battery out. Thirdly, burner phones. That's the only phone that's not trackable by those methods. However, guess what our government is currently doing and already has a huge database and they're doing it worldwide. On burner phones, they can record your voice frequencies and they're recording them to where it came from, your voice. So they now know from the voice frequency of your burner phone who you are that used the burner phone, even though they can't track their burner phone. (laughs) So if your voice shows up anywhere, anywhere on any other phone or in life or an interview or speaking to someone, they run it through a computer system. Oh, that's the guy that was using the burner phone three years ago back in the woods, et cetera, et cetera. They know who you are. So the reality is, unless you do away with any form of communication whatsoever, there's no such thing anymore as getting off the grid. If you live out in the country and you just use a dumb phone from the hillside in your tent, they know who you are. They know where you are on the track. If you only use a burner phone, in the tent, on the hillside, in the bunker. They know that your voice now tells them who you are, how to know when you're involved in something. You can't escape. I don't say that to discourage you. I say that to say, relax, live out in the open for Christ, be a bold witness. The clock is ticking. Time is running out. Jesus said, I did nothing in a corner. I've been open for all to see. Why do you question me this way now? Just go for it. Now, I will tell you one thing that will temporarily take you off the grid. Uh Uh-oh. And that's a Faraday pouch. I've got two of them. Yeah, and that's I can, right. And I can put my phone in a Faraday pouch, and right. it basically it blocks all signals to the phone, uh, right. satellite, cellular, whatever. Right. However, here's yeah. the bottom line. Even though I've got one of those, uh, you know, once I take it back out, now it's you're back on the grid. And I, so it doesn't, I mean, it, you know what I mean? Well, but and let me tell you something else. And now, because of the uh, the burner phone technology... Whenever you use your phone, they record your voice, yeah, and they can run it through a system that even if it's blocked and they hear you talking, for example, on the radio, they'll say, oh, that's that guy. Yeah. That's the guy. That, that's his voice. We reckon that the computer yeah. picked it up. It's like the world database system. Sure. There is no place to hide. Yeah. Now, you can temporarily. Here's the good thing about the Faraday. Yeah. You know, let's say, Greg, the, the black choppers are chasing you down the street. The, the, uh, the, the, For your the, location. The Mission Impossible music yes. is playing. Yes. You know, Anne's leaning out the back window, firing, you know, and, and you're done, 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 and you're the hero, and you are doing the big jumps, and the TV cameras are following you. If it's in your Faraday, they can't find you at that moment. There you are. Here you come. That's actually not who you want to be. But okay. either way, that, <laughs> no, I'm that's just, the guy. They're coming. That's the right, guy following coming. us. There yes. he is. There he is. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You almost can't help but go, <laughs> There you go. I have all this prepared. Yeah. Because we have a government press conference. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, there you go. So I, I want to yes. listen. In one way, I hate to burst your bubble. In another way, I love it. I'm glad. I hope I burst your bubble today to realize that if you use a regular phone, a, a, yeah. a dumb phone, or burner phones, you are trackable, and you might as well live for Christ out in the open. Let's go for it. Time's running out. And remember, this is, this is the worst it's going to be for the believer. That's right. That's right. We're but at the you, base level. But everyone can see where this is heading. Yeah. Even the unbeliever, you know, to see, I mean, it's not in our stack, but I mean, all you have to do is watch the TV or listen to radio for any length of time and get all of the ads about your mental health. Yeah. What does that tell you what the state of our world is in? I just had a student, Greg, uh, have me go and do an interview uh, two days ago about mental health and the church and the Bible. It's that big of an issue among the next generation. They wanted to ask all these questions, look at the Bible. So, I mean, yes, that is huge on the forefront because... Again, everybody's freaking out because the world's freaking out. We live in perilous times. It's only going to get worse. But here's the good news. 
Listen, this is one of the most exciting times in history to ever live. I say, get excited. The Lord's told us all these things will happen right before I come back. We're about to see the return of the Lord. Let's get excited. Let's get in the battle. Let's be bold. Let's be brave. Let's just go for it. Don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. This is a great, joyful, exciting time to be alive. And not about the evil things, but about the opportunity to serve the Lord and the fact he's coming back soon. Well, we need him to come back soon before the famine hits. Because according to Israel, stocks are up for wheat on the upcoming famine it. that I they're talking it. about. Yep. But Jesus said famines would happen. We'll talk about that plus other articles of interest as Signs of the Times continues right after this. WIAMLP 101.1 FM, Knoxville. If you have children at home, they'll be out the door and on their own before you know it. And they'll be facing some of the same financial decisions that you face. Hi, I'm Chuck Bentley with My Money Life from Crown. Today, Crown's founder, the late Larry Burkett, offers counsel that will help you send them out prepared to avoid some common financial mistakes. Now, let me tell you this. You're not going to change their basic personality. You're not going to do it. Only God can do that. You're not responsible for that. You are responsible to ensure that that child has all the facts to make his or her decision on. I am absolutely convinced from God's Word that the soundest principle in God's word is, in the face of the truth, a lie is always evident. Do you know how bankers train their tellers to recognize counterfeit bills? Do you know that when you train a teller to recognize a counterfeit bill, that you do not let that teller ever handle a counterfeit bill? You know how you do it? That teller handles real money over and over and over and over. They recognize the feel of it, the smell of it, even the texture of it. And once that teller has handled enough real money, they'll always spot a counterfeit bill because it'll feel differently. So you expose them to the real thing, then the phony is always going to be evident. You expose your children to God's principles, and they're going to be able to spot the phony principles in the world around them. But if you don't ever expose them to those principles, then they're going to be duped by the society in which they live. So you must begin to train your children, and they're all going to be different. Now, if you've been blessed with my money life, I invite you to discover the Crown Stewardship Podcasts. I host special guests and experts with the focus on helping you find freedom in your finances and career. You can subscribe on Spotify and iTunes or listen at crown.org. That's crown.org. A Moment of Grace with Ed Taylor. I am not an island. My life affects other people. My decisions affect other people. My sinful decisions will affect other people. Sometimes the enemy will lie to you and go, Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. Nobody's going to hurt. No, nobody else is going to get hurt. And then the world's picked up on that and go, Hey, who are you to tell me what to do? I'm not hurting anyone. Yes, you are. You're hurting everyone around you. And maybe your sin is going to take down the men of Ashkelon, the people that are down the road from you. For more biblical encouragement to help you grow deeper in your love relationship with Jesus, visit edtaylor.org. Again, that's edtaylor.org. A Moment of Grace with Ed Taylor is a presentation of Calvary Aurora. Signs of the Times now continues. Here again is your host. Welcome back, everyone, to our weekly look at Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news. These are the signs of the times for Friday, April 1st, 2022. This is episode 209 for those that might want to look it up later. Uh, I'm Greg Hilt. On the other side of the glass is Pastor Mark Kirk, who is always happy to help us understand what is happening in our crazy world when it comes to understanding what the Bible has already told us that these things would be happening. So, let's get to Israel. And let's go to Israel365news.com. It says, Israel heeds Joseph's advice. (laughs) Stocks up on wheat for upcoming famine. I mean, this isn't... They're, I, I guess they're talking about it like, no, this is going to happen. Yeah. It's not like we hope it doesn't. Yeah. And so we're just yeah. preparing in case it does. Yeah, and it's not the stock price going up. It's stocking up on it. Uh, stocking, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what to make yeah. sure people know the difference there. Yeah. But notice this, citing fears of possible food shortages, food shortages amid Ukraine crisis, 
Israel's transportation minister instructed that cargo ships importing grain and animal feed be given priority for unloading at the port docks over the next month. This solution of stocking up on grains before a predicted famine mirrors the Bible, the Bible's Joseph in Genesis 41:36 it says, "Let that food be a reserve for the land for 7 years of famine which will come upon the land of Egypt so that the land may not perish in the famine." So it's wise they're putting food away, Greg. They're doing the same thing in other countries over there because the crisis uh, that they can have. And again, we have the ability here, if we plan wisely, uh, for land to be able to grow wheat for America and these kind of things. But yeah, this is a big deal. And the Bible talks again in Matthew 24 about famines in the last days. I think this is the beginning of it, because although we may not necessarily starve here in America, we will see our shelves affected. But in other nations that are on the edge, see, we have a larger larger ability. Those nations on the edge, Greg, they're going to start starving. They're going to run out of food. And it is interesting. Look, you talk about those who are rich, who it's almost like insider trading. If they 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 make plans in advance, did you know the majority of farmland in America now, larger uh, farmland, is owned by Bill Gates? He has bought up the largest portion, percentage wise, of our fields in America. Now, again, he's free to do that. He had the money to do that. But the reality is, uh, what you have with the elites controlling even the food supply. Now you see how when the Antichrist comes on the scene, this gets even scarier for those left behind. And for, for those of us that are leaving, we're out of here. But there's a lot of warning signs about what's coming for this world, and it's not looking good. And again, there are going to be famines. We said that was going to happen. Keep watching for the Antichrist. I mean, the uh, people say they're Christ coming along. I've been telling about that in the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, this is a big deal. And for some people, this is going to be a life or death matter here. But the Bible told us it would happen. Okay. Uh, let's uh, go to the New York Post, where they say Biden is letting Putin run the Iran nuclear talks. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, Greg, you're, you're posting up so I can make the layup. But this is exactly right. <laughs> I mean, this is the mo- the reason I'm saying this is the most obvious and ridiculous thing anyone could ever imagine. You talk about insanity. Listen to what, again, well, I'll talk about the insanity. Let me read some of this. Russia is acting as a go-between. The article says, for the United States, in nuclear talks with Iran, this is crazy. <laughs> we, we, are, we are basically at war with Russia. Uh-huh. We are basically at war with Iran. Now we have Russia and Iran that are buddies, and they're doing the negotiation with the two buddies that hate us against Israel that is supposed to be our ally. Now I say against Israel, but it's nuclear talks. It's not directly with Israel involved, but we know affects Israel because of the threats against Israel with Iran. I mean, Greg, this is, I can't, I really can't think of an example to give you of how foolish this is. April Fool's Day, here we yeah. go. But it, it's real. It, it, is, is the old saying, is it war makes strange bedfellows? Is that, well, is it something War like certainly that? does. Yeah, but, but I, now you've got you, me, I can't remember the same. But, but you're right, people get together when, when they have a, the same cause. On one hand, we, ha- in one hand, you know, we're, we're at war with you, but on another hand, oh, go ahead and negotiate on our, our behalf. Yeah, it's it's really oh uh, it is really um, insane, and again, it shows you the state where we, how blind we are. We're very blind, uh, very blind, if you will, as to what's going on. But no, politics makes strange bedfellows. It talks about there you go. Yeah, politics makes strange. Uh, and there's probably other well, things it's, it's as well. The same thing. It says, but shouldn't America also sever the relationship with Putin in the Iran talks? After all, since we don't trust him in Ukraine and we want to isolate him, why should we trust him on whether Iran gets nuclear weapons? Because of the Iran-Russian alliance developments last week, now look inevitable. First came reports saying the nuke talks were complete and the deal would be signed any day, which set off jubilant boasts from the anti-American side. A video carried by Real Clear Politics shows Russia's chief negotiator, Mikhail uh, Yulinov, praising his Iranian colleagues, he said, saying they're fighting for their national interests like lions. They fight for every comma, every word as, as a rule quite successfully. So here's the bottom line. You've got them doing this Iran nuclear deal so they can get nuclear weapons. At the same time, we're seeing this alliance, Greg, Ezekiel 38 and 39, strengthening how they're yeah. working together. And eventually we'll use all of these alliances to move against the nation of Israel. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm just surprised that they're even, you know, in the state of lawlessness that we're in right now. Yeah. I'm just surprised that anyone's worried about any kind of agreement. Yeah. I mean, we're certainly Iran's not. Yeah. I mean, listen, agreement or no agreement, nothing stopped Iran from developing their their nuclear weapons. That's right. What I don't understand is that, and I, maybe I'm looking at this too practically, or I'm not understanding something between the two countries with Iran and, and Russia. Right. Considering how close they are to each other in their in their agreements or you know deals. Right. 
why doesn't Russia just supply Iran with nuclear weapons? I, I why reinvent the wheel? Well, yeah, there's a, there's some reasons here. Technically, they could do that. They could give them something. But here's what you've got to have. Who's going to stop them? Well, you've got to have a delivery system as well. So you give them the. You could do that. Give them the delivery system and the warhead, if you will. But but also the reason Iran wants it long term, Greg, is that nuclear weapons have a shelf life. No, I get it. But so once you, if you don't use yeah. them in three or four years, then. I think it's, I forget how many years. I mean, yeah, they can go thing longer. It's like your, your label on your, your, your food. It goes a little bit yeah. longer, you know, and in my fridge, it used to really go long as I was a single guy, uh, before I got married. But the reality is, is that there's, there's only a guarantee up to a certain point. It might be that yeah. they're looking long term. We want nuclear weapons that we can make and have long term, whatever. And we don't have to depend on somebody else giving us, giving them to us. But that's, you're exactly right. It's, it's interesting, uh, why they don't. Okay. Well, I've, I've heard from your family that you pay no attention yes, to that's exactly expiration right. labels that's in your right. refrigerator. Yes, you're right. Uh, I got the low. I got the lowdown on your concoctions that you make. Um, let's come back here to America to MSN.com. Uh, Biden officials bracing for unprecedented strains at Mexico border if pandemic restrictions lifted. Well, isn't that why we have a border and border patrol and things like that? So what are we going to do? What's yeah. going on there? Well, it's interesting. Title 42 has allowed U.S. border officials, again, according to the definition, to rapidly expel migrants to Mexico or their native countries without allowing them to apply for asylum. It's a legal safeguard. The government has argued that it uh, can suspend for a public health emergency. And others are saying mm. they're taking away our ability to be able to just get the migrants and, and put them out. And it opens up a door for not only them to stay, but it tells all the rest of the world, let's just rush the border. And so the danger here, Greg, is that it's going to turn into something that's going to be uncontrollable. Let me read some of the article. Uh, the Biden administration, again, who copied, um, are coping with record numbers of migrants crossing the southern border, said Tuesday they're making contingency plans for the surge of pandemic-related immigration restrictions when they lift Title 42 in the upcoming days. Well, they just announced, this just popped up on Fox News, they did it. They were talking about doing it. Now, during the show, they just approved they're going to get rid of Title 42 at the end of May. So what that means is, at the beginning of June, you're going to see a rush to the border. You think it's bad now. It's going to be absolutely insane and uncontainable and uncontrolled. Remember the images we had of all the people coming across the border from the Muslim countries in Europe when all that stuff started happening over there? You're going to see similar type scenes here. But, Greg, remember, this is why this is important for signs of the times. One world government tearing down all walls, tearing down all borders. They envision a world where there are no borders for any nation. Everyone intermingles as one, interacts as one. Everybody just moves back and forth in the nations, etc. That's the vision. They don't realize it's going to be eventually taken over by this world leader, the Antichrist, who will control that entire world. But that's why right now the current leadership, the liberal establishment, they don't care about borders because they're in league with this whole mindset of one world, no borders. Who cares if they come across the border? Listen, they're only concerned concerned about coming across the border is how do they manage it? Uh, on just a practical level and getting everybody in to do what they want. And how does it, how do they keep it from hurting them politically if they can? Otherwise, they don't care. They want the borders down. They want them to come in. They don't recognize that what happens is it collapses a society, not only financially, which should be a concern of theirs, but as Christians, we realize it collapses a society morally. And Greg, note this. This is another rebellion of Satan against God. Even as Satan challenges the male and female things, as God created the male and female, so he tries to come and pervert it and change it. God also said very clearly, I set the boundaries for the nations. I mm. gave them borders. Yeah, God says, I gave the nations borders. Satan goes, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You know what? I'm going to take those borders down. I'm going to erase those borders. We're going to be a one world with no borders. It is a satanic rebellion against God that if you don't understand the scripture, yeah. you would miss completely. But it's coming, and that's the mindset behind it. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's uh, get some one world economy news. Uh, Putin says Russia will enforce the ruble. Yeah. As payments for gas, uh, this according to the Jerusalem Post, and explain what this means oh, economically yeah. Yeah. from a global standpoint. This is huge on the one world economy, the one world, what we talked about earlier, the digital dollar. This is massive, and here's why. Let me read some of it, then we'll talk about why. Uh, Vladimir Putin said on Thursday that he had signed a decree saying foreign buyers must pay in rubles. Um, for Russian gas starting April 1st. This changes everything, and I, I'll get to that. Contracts will be halted if the payments aren't made. This begins today. And I quote, In order to purchase Russian natural gas, they must open ruble accounts in Russian banks. It is from these accounts that payments will be made for gas delivery starting tomorrow. 
Putin said in the televised remarks. If such payments are not made, we will consider this a default on the part of the buyers with all the ensuing consequences, which means you can't get gas and Europe gets a huge portion of their gas from Russia. Nobody sells us anything for free and we're not going to do charity either. That is, existing contracts will be stopped. You won't get what you need to make your country survive. Russian supplies about a third of Europe's gas. So energy is the most powerful lever in Russia in uh, Putin's disposal as he tries to hit back against sweeping Western sanctions over his invasion of Ukraine. Now, again, here's the bottom line. This is so wise of him. Okay, we put the sanctions against Russia, right? And so they start their economy started collapsing, the ruble started collapsing. So here's what he said. You know what I'm going to do? Okay, we supply all this gas to the world. You can't buy any gas unless you use our ruble, which means you've been able to use dollars, euro, whatever. No. No ruble, that's it, just ruble. So you've got to now rebuild our economy. All the nations of the world, you're putting this on us. Now you've got to, if you want gas, if you want to drive your car, if you want oil for your home, if you want this, you've got to resupply our economy. Well, guess what they're going to do? They have no choice but to rebuild Russia's economy. It is genius on the sense of Putin. Mm -hmm. And whether it's that smart or just he's in desperation and anybody would have thought of it, I don't know. But the bottom line is, it's going to push all the money right back in to build their economy up. But here's the part we have to recognize, Greg. At the same time, it lowers the dollar's value. Why? Because the dollar is the world economic standard. Although the euro is used, although other things are used, they're all tied into the dollar because it is the standard use. So when others have to pay in rubles and not use dollars, it will, in effect, trickle down, and the dollar's value starting today is going to drop unless we do something. Now, how much is it going to drop? I don't know. And as it drops... Again, that gives all the more reason to start switching things over to the digital dollar because, again, there's ways they can control that in the world economy, working with China and others. All these things work together to push toward this digital dollar. That's why I say I think you may see this coming sooner than you think. Now, um, again, something else I want to add to this. I want, I'm just, this is, I didn't mean this to be burst, you know, bunker buster day. But today is bunker buster day. For those of you that have the bunkers and all your wheat and all your supplies, first of all, Good for you. There's nothing wrong. We live close to Oak Ridge. You know, if you survive, whatever happens. Secondly, if you've got some spare food, I get that. I'm not saying don't set aside spare food. I've got good friends here, and I know good believers that do that. I think we all should set aside a certain portion of food. We all need to be wise. But here's my bunker buster for you, again, when it comes to everybody trying to prep for the oncoming Antichrist and what's going to happen and why. Another reason, I don't believe we're going to be here. But to say that, if you're stocking up on gold and silver, Thinking that when the dollar drops and everybody goes under financially, that somehow you're going to be doing good. You're greatly deceived, and I'll tell you why. You try to go to Kroger and buy with gold. You try to go to Kroger and buy with silver. You try to go anywhere and buy with gold and silver. Nobody's going to take your money. You know why? There may be one or two that do something on a trade of a car. Here's why. Horse trading. it's It's not our standard currency of trade, which means... Even if they get it from you, how are they going to buy things? How do they buy? Our, our society overnight, if the dollar collapses, the society overnight cannot suddenly change to gold and silver and you live your normal life. It doesn't work that way. That's why it says in the last days they'll be throwing their gold and silver in the streets, or their gold anyway, because it'll have no value. So don't think you can avoid the collapse of the dollar by getting gold. It just won't work. The only thing that's going to work if the dollar collapses is this, bartering. Look, I'll go and I'll mow your grass if you'll give my family a meal tonight. I will do this. You're going to have to physically do things for people. That will work. You can go and maybe be a bagwit Kroger, and they'll take home some food that night or whatever for your for your pay. But they're not going to take your gold and your silver. They might want to store it up thinking, oh, I could use it later. But it's not going to pay their bills at the moment because they can't pay the government. They can't pay all their suppliers that brought those trucks in with gold and silver coins. Do you see what I'm saying? We tend to think that gold and silver will protect us, and we're going to be able to survive. Wrong, it won't. Now, if if we get past the crisis, and you made gold and silver an investment, and gold and silver goes up, you may make money for your portfolio, but it's not going to help you through a famine. It's not going to help you when nobody has any food. It's not going to help you when you've got to buy wood, because if you buy wood, give this guy gold for wood, he can't go to Kroger's and use that gold to buy any groceries. He's not going to take your gold. So... This is Bunker Buster Day here at Signs of the Times, and uh, I'm not trying to, again, listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't plan. Everybody should plan. The Bible says the wise person plans. 
I get it. I've done some planning. I've got some beans and some rice in my garage. I've got whatever this kind of thing. I store Snickers up, so I'm ready for the big crisis. <laughs> but the bottom line is, is if you're depending on your ingenuity by your bunker and your plans to survive, it's not going to work. It may get you a month or two, but here's the bottom line. You need to depend on God and Jesus, Jesus Christ. Who he said this, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. Trust the Lord. Do plan. Make provision. Get ready. But then trust God. Joseph did it. Yeah, but Joseph had the silos of a, of a government, an entire nation that allowed him to store the wheat up for the nation. That's not what we're doing in our homes. So again, put aside some food, put aside some things. Don't put your trust in gold and silver. Just be wise and trust the Lord. So there's my rant and rave. There it is. My bunker buster moment here at Signs of the Times. Oh my. <laughs> uh, how about some pestilence, plagues, disasters, sure, that's and always, corruption? That's always fun. Store some of those up. Yeah, no, we to don't eat want with to store wheat. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, let's talk about some plagues. How about a plague of ants? Uh, this is from Yahoo.com. Invasive ants are hitting Texas hard, and now a killer fungus is coming for them. Yes, that's how comforting. Not, that is the comforting. comforting well, killer and fungus. by the way, when I just look, if all the people looking, we talked about this, Greg. They have all their wheat stacked up. I may have given you a migraine <laughs> headache. Oh my! Wait, what's it? All right, I had to wait for that. Oh, here we go. Invasion of ants hit Texas hard. Uh, Killer fungus coming from the, for them when crazy ants roll into new parts of Texas. Crazy ants. That sounds like a you know, friend you ever said. Crazy ants. No, or, or, the, or it's like, you know, you're crazy ants. Yeah, so, oh, there you go. When crazy ants roll in. When you know, crazy oh, my. Oh, yes. so different than last yes. time. When crazy ants roll into new parts of Texas, <laughs> here they come in their vehicles and their station wagons, <laughs> the invasion species wipe out local insects and lizards, drive away birds and even blind baby rats by spewing acid their eyes down. Your aunt Very doesn't sad. do that. We have to reposition this. Yes, our know. aunts don't do that. Our, our aunt that comes to visit doesn't blind baby rabbits no. by spewing acid from their eyes or in their eyes. She this might is, criticize your housekeeping. This has but. gotten silly. Okay, yes. but April Fool's Day. So here we go. This is real. Yes. Uh, these ants that coming in and they're they're causing this havoc. Okay, I mean, killing animals, and again, I didn't know ants could spew acid in the eyes of, of anything, but while they don't have a venomous bite like a fire ant, they secrete formic acid that shields them against fire ant venom and incapacitates native animals. I quote, it's kind of a horror show, said LeBrun, who described apocalyptic rivers of ants swarming trees at the infestation site he visited at the Estero Lano Grande State Park, which has lost native ants. Um, they're the ones you can tell because of what they wear. Uh, insects, scorpions, snakes, <laughs> lizards, and birds to the invaders. Not only are they destroying the ecosystems, they're miserable to live with. Again, you know, just the, this, I'm sorry, I've gotten so off track here. But anyway, the ants seek out yeah. electrical systems to nest in, causing shorts and breaker boxes, AC units, and sewage pumps. Pesticides are highly toxic and serve only to slow their progress leading to snowdrift piles of dead ants that have to be cleared, and the ants eventually break through anyway. The bottom line is there's a new type of pestilence coming along, Greg. That's, things are getting worse in the pestilence world. And what did the Lord plagues. say? Plagues, yeah. yes. In Matthew 24, you're going to see plagues, pestilence yeah. coming in. I think this is another sign yeah. of that. We're watching uh, different kinds of creatures, uh, more virulent, more able to do things that others couldn't do, yeah. and you're going to see this kind of stuff increase until the Lord comes back. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No crazy. coincidence that all those the crazy people in California moved into Texas. But <laughs> yeah, those... hopefully they didn't bring it with them. Uh, now, on a more serious note, and this is just kind of more in the Mr. Potato Head uh, conversation. And that is more serious. Yes, it is. Mr. Potato Head. Yes. Well, he was <laughs> as a yeah, kid. Yeah, again. Anyway, this is from Fox <laughs> News. I, it, it, it's, sometimes it's like, I can't even believe that I'm reading these things. Yeah. Uh, the Biden administration yeah, is, is now endorsing transgender youth sex change operations, yeah, yeah, yeah. quote unquote, top surgery and hormone therapy. Yeah, this is so tragic. There's These are nothing... for kids that don't even know which end is up in life. Yeah, this this is very, very sad and very, very tragic. And Greg, this is where, again, when you see from the top levels of those that are supposed to be your protectors and yeah. your leaders, they are corrupting and condemning our children. This is where I, the, the verse comes to mind again, better a millstone. Hung around your hung neck. Hung around yeah. your neck and thrown into the sea. Then you cause one of these little ones to stumble. This is like Matthew 24, the days of Noah and Sodom and Gomorrah. We have our president. Let me read some of it. President Biden's administration has released a series of documents encouraging gender reassignment surgery and hormone treatments for minors. Basically saying, God, you messed up and we're going to fix it. You, you didn't get the right gender, God, so we're going to fix it. And the kids decide what gender they're going to be. This is so sad to me. It's destroying our children and the next generation. The Department of Health and Human Services Office of Population Affairs... That's interesting. 
released a document t- uh, Thursday titled Gender Affirming Care and Young People. Notice how they word this. They don't gender affirming. In other words, whatever you want to be, we're going to affirm that. This is evil. It is demonic. The same day, again, we talked about everything that God does, Satan tries to oppose. Remember, in the beginning, God made them male and female. Satan goes, oh, yeah? I'm going to make a male and female. I'm going to make a female and male. And then I'm going to make so many different ones in between, nobody's going to know. Well, the reality is you can't change it. We know that by science, which people love to to call on today. Yeah. Uh, it's when X, it's convenient. It's X and Y's, X yeah. and Y chromosome makes a male. You can't change that. No matter what surgery you get or what you wear or how you act, and XX is female. You can't change that. No matter what you wear or how you act, that's the bottom line. But they try to say whatever you decide you want to be, we're going to affirm that gender wise. The same day, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration's National Child Traumatic Stress Network. Uh, it's stressful just even saying their name. Uh, another subset of the HHS released a parallel document titled Gender Affirming Care is Drama in Infor- a Trauma, rather, Informed Care. No, you're creating the trauma. It is you and your evil that's creating trauma in these small children. Don't try to say that somehow you're helping in their trauma. You're causing it. The HHS documents describe what it calls appropriate treatments for transgender adolescents, including, guess, this is what they're approving, Greg. Top, they're encouraging TOPS surgery, which means this. To create male typical chest shape or enhanced breasts and bottom surgery, surgery on genitals or reproductive organs, facial feminization or other products. We're basically mutilating your children and we're going to encourage them in the mutilation. And we're going to say you're doing a good thing by not only rejecting what God made you, but number two, we're going to rejoice that you're mutilated. This is so perverted and so evil. I don't know what to say. Let's go on. Biden told the parents, transgender children, that affirming your child's identity is one of the most power, powerful things you can do to keep them safe. Yes, and I want to do that right now. A male is a male, a female is a female. Let your little boys know they're little boys and there's nothing wrong with it. Let your daughters know they're little girls and there's nothing wrong with it. Affirm their gender that God gave them because it can't be changed. God chose it. God made it. Nothing can alter it. This is demonic. We should have nothing to do with it and we can't be afraid to speak out. It's not about winning a political battle. I don't care about the politics of it. This is what God said. He created them male and female and we need to rescue these poor little children that are being abused by by Satan in the demonic realm through people that are supposed to be the ones protecting them it is very upsetting two articles two minutes left pastor mark wow this is from cbn news free abortions and infanticide uh california governor newsom green lights the coverage for that and the next bill would legalize killing babies born alive they they, they go together here's the bottom line he's saying we're going to help people all the way up until birth and 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 you know to get an abortion and we're going to help them get the money to do it if they don't have the money we're going to help them that'll be one bill greg the other one ties into it and that is this you can actually not only do that but you even after the baby's born the the wording is done in such a way that it could be up to seven days to weeks after the baby's born. The mother can still decide if she wants to, to kill the baby. You're, listen, that's called murder. It's murder in the womb because God said before you were in the womb, I knew you. It's murder outside of the womb because we all agree that's murder. What they're saying is we're changing. God, we don't care. This is against God. This isn't about politics. They're in God's face saying we're going to kill babies. We're going to murder them. You can't stop us. It reminds me of all the worship of these yes. of Moloch and all Moloch, these false yeah. gods. That We're doing the same thing with a modern way of doing it. Yeah. And God is going to have to judge us. The Lord has to come back. Yeah. I'm praying for a revival. I want you guys to be praying for a revival. But how much longer can this go on? I don't know. Just evil. I don't know. Okay. Uh, not necessarily good news about the church. But again, this is another prophecy. Yes, it the is. church apostasy. That's right. Uh, This is from ChristianPost.com. Americans continue leaving the church, and most are not coming back. 2 Thessalonians 2.3? Yes. There'll be a falling away in the last days. Uh, And I quote, young adults today have entirely different religious and social experiences than previous generations did. The parents of millennials and Generation Z did less to encourage regular participation in formal worship services and model religious behaviors in their children than previous generations. Many childhood religious activities that were once common, such as saying grace, have become more of an exception than the norm. In other words, moms and dads, we need to get our kids to church and we need to be there. Again, this, this whole thing, do not forsake the assembling together of believers as is the manner of some, especially as you see the day approaching. With parents raising their children with weak or no bond of faith community, it's a lot more difficult for them to be converted in adulthood. Uh, again, this pattern continues with Generation Z, demonstrating less attachment to religion than millennial generations did. Look, look, I just want to say it again, guys. Be in church. And, and again, with Easter coming up in two weeks, you're probably going to hear about a surge in some new variant because Satan's going to try to keep people from large gatherings. Ignore it. 
Go to the gatherings, seek Jesus Christ, and right now I want to take the, the moment we have left to invite you. If you don't have a home church or you don't know Christ, we are doing at the Civic Auditorium here in Knoxville. We're having uh, on Easter Day, April 17th, um, plenty of room there for everyone that wants to come. We're going to be celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We're going to be sharing about Jesus dying and resurrect, resurrecting. We're going to talk about fear and the fact that we should now walk in joy and not fear like we've done the past two years and the hope that's in Jesus Christ. Here's your personal invite. We'd love to see you there. And obviously we'd love to see that if you come you're welcome to come before that to calvary knoxville and visit us if you don't have a home church but i want to make sure you know you have a personal invitation this is not a time church to be falling away it's a time to be pressing in don't let fear keep you from obeying god's word we're not to forsake the assembling together especially as we see the day of jesus christ return nearing that means right now let's go for it church rise up amen amen pastor mark thank you folks thanks you for listening uh, don't forget our website, thewaymedia.net. You can click on Signs of the Times or download our Way Media app and get our Signs of the Times content and other content we provide right here from Calvary Knoxville. And we'll see you back here next Friday for more Signs of the Times. Today's tech-savvy society. Who are you without I? One little lowercase letter has become an amazingly successful marketing strategy and a perfectly understood prefix in the pop culture lexicon. But in the middle of the I culture revolution, are we forgetting him? The one who gives life capital importance. I am the way, the truth, the life. W-I-A-M 101.1 FM, The Way. I'd rather